Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. All right, here we go. Chip, chip, one, two, one, two. This episode of Nobody's Listening Podcast is brought to you in part by Anna Silva, Tamara Selleck, Janus Wasteback, Tammy Edwards, and who says, love your show and want to tell my husband of 15 years, happy anniversary. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's kind of 16 years now. And the West Side of Mars podcast with Drew and Melvin. Comedy so weird, it ain't from this earth. Check it out today at westsideofmars.com. This show's for you. I got a bad feeling about this. No. Nobody's listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey! Oh my goodness! <laughs> Is it true? Could it ever? Could it be true? Nobody's listening. <laughs> it's the show where we tell funny life stories and you do the same. It's believe it or not, I'm gonna get teary. It's episode 199. 199, John. Can you believe it? I can't, and I'm getting teary, too, and I don't know why. Uh, it's brought to you the week of September 25th, 2012. Our last show was June 26, 2012. Feels like a year and a half ago, man. It's like somebody in the podcast chat room said, it's the longest amount of time possible, short of forever. <laughs> I love it. I'm your it's host. It's the closest thing to love that two people our age could ever experience. Uh, Wait, I don't know what that mm, means. It sounded funnier in my head. <laughs> Sorry. It sounds tempting. Um, anyway, I'm your host. My name is James Kinnison. With me, as always, that other voice on the other side you hear is John Steinklobber. Welcome back to the show, John. Thank you, James Kinnison, and welcome back to the show for you, too. I love it. I love that we're back. Um, sorry for the extended vacation, the vacay, as, as the hipsters say. Uh, but, you know, life goes on. We're back. We're back better than ever. And uh, we have an opening song for you that is better than ever. Um, it's called uh, The Fight by Krispy Kreme. It goes a little something like this. It's the best song on the internet. Yeah, it's pretty much awesome. The best. And it's better than the rest. So enjoy. And it's free, so I'm not going to talk during it as much. Go yeah, check out the download. He would approve, in other words. It was me and Mike in our hometown. We were hanging out, playing on the <laughs> playground. We were running around doing our thing. Then up walked James and his gang. We said, hey, we don't want any trouble. And James said, well, I hate to burst your bubble. But you're about to get your butt kicked bad. You're about to get shot. You're about to get stabbed. <laughs> so James sent two of his guys. We punched them in the eye, and they both began to cry. Mike said, James, you better back up. You keep talking smack, you're going to get smacked up. And James said, go, attack right now. The situation turned into a real fight now. Two versus two, we're the two-man crew. Yeah, it's true, because we stick together just like glue. It's a fight to the finish, a battle to the death. The only one who leaves is 
the last man left. We're the toughest of the tough. We're the best of the best. We're the best, oh, and yeah. we're better than the rest. Hit this the is fight. such a good hook, man. Chase me to the top of the slide. I kicked him off the side. Everybody thought he died, but he didn't. Cause he never does. Bulldog is the toughest bad guy that there ever was. Mike was fighting like he never fought before. He punched snake guys and he knocked him on the floor. But snake guys is a crafty little guy. He grabbed Mike's leg and he stabbed him in the thigh. Mike pulled off the knife. He was fighting for his life. Then Bulldog shot me in the left arm twice. It felt like a spot. I ran over to Mike. I looked at Bulldog and said, You better take a hike. Me and Mike locked arms and we started spinning round to the average human being we looked like a couple clowns but me and mike both knew what to do then punks came running and they both went boom it's a fight to the finish a battle to the death the only one who leaves is the last man left we're the toughest of the tough we're the best of the best we're the best and we're better than the rest it's a fight to the finish a battle to the death the only one who leaves is the last man left we're the toughest of the tough we're the best of the best we're the best and we're better than the rest that's right and don't you forget it. It's Moneymaker Mike and Krispy Kreme right there for you. Krispy Kreme like the donut. Krispy Kreme, baby. Krispy Kreme. And I got to say, the videos make those, those songs. Oh, absolutely. That, that boy's a southern boy. Ain't no doubt about it. I hope so. Obviously. I hope he's real. I, I, I do have my doubts that he is like a character that is played by somebody much t- more talented. Because to be, the, I, I hope he's real. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, he's real. I hope he don't burst my bubble. Yeah, because I thought, I thought that Slumdog Millionaire was real, and Slumdog oh. Millionaire let me down. He was a millionaire already. <laughs> no, you, it's just it's this great movie about this Indian kid. That, it's just so ironic and awesome, and then it's fake. So, spoilers. Oh. Okay, I haven't seen it. Oh well, you should. It's awesome. It's got a great I thought soundtrack. District Nine was real. I thought District 12 was real um, from Hunger Games. Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. (laughs) Update. All right. Welcome back, black guy with a big voice. I love. Um, Weekly updates. This should take a while. It's been a lot of weeks. Been a lot of weeks. John, do you want to start or do you want me to? I I mean, I've got like 30, 30 weekly updates. And. And I have a few written down, and, and I have some in my Twitter feed that hopefully will jog my memory because it's been since June. Yeah, it has the latter part of June, like almost June. to the day. 27th, I believe, is our last uh, podcast. 26th, yeah. It's almost been two months. Three months, three exactly. Months. Wow. Almost a quarter. We took a quarter of the year off. Sorry, everybody. It wasn't intentional. It just the summer got busy, and things got crazy, and then they got back, and then... It took a while to believe that they got back, and then I didn't want to start falsely. Yeah. So anyway, and you know, we got a lot of pressure with two hundred coming up on our next episode. Yeah. We had to what a way! To, what a way something. to go and come back. You know, it's like yeah. you, you take a break after two hundred, you come back on two hundred one, but not before. I don't know. Anyway, nobody oh, cares. So many to choose from. Um, weekly updates. Yeah. I, let me start with one that just happened today. All right, that's good. This, and work our way back. I might have to jump around in time, sort of like the Time Lord Doctor Who does. Might However, have to get out your seat and jump around. We're like nobody cares that I'm not brown. He doesn't and know that I referenced a rap song, everybody. It's okay. It's all right. Go ahead, man. It's, 
jump around. Okay, so today uh, is is it's hilarious. Huh? I quit my job. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I totally did, dude. What a terrible day for a podcast. What? You should have told me. No, it's a great day. Okay. I mean, it's not like I don't have... Oh, so you didn't, like, quit and stomp out? This was a planned no. thing? Oh. I resigned. Okay. Yeah, that's resigning, not quitting. It's resigning. Quitting's when you throw the dish often, rag so, you know? at the boss and you say, you wash these dishes, and you walk out, you know, with some bleach. Oh, I should have done that. That so you been so much more fun. So you ret- you resigned. I resigned. And why? In why? Fact, how is that? How? Tell the people why that's uh, that's news. Because I know well, why, but kinda. Well, it's it's news because in some some of our listeners may remember I actually have a degree in uh, church ministries. Believe it or not. Yeah, he's and, he's secretly um, a pastor. Everybody. The secretly, secret yeah, is out. Yeah, but that's <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> so that means that that takes me to my next weekly updates. I am no longer allowed to think that farts are funny. So, <laughs> they still are. Well, it's news because, and and this is actually the first place. So, all of my friends in the chat room who are listening live, this is brand new news. Um. I am going back into my uh, – I'm going back into the ministry, James. Yay! I'm going to do – I wanted so much to be like you. I knew I'm it. Do- I knew it would happen. <laughs> From the no moment way. I met you and asked you to be on the show, I'm like, he's not done yet. Yay! <laughs> so so you're doing you're doing the church thing. You're going to be a pastor, a pastor member of the Bishop Man of God, um, as I am, you know, in my image – Obviously, it, well, it gets better. Okay, what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be exactly like you. I'm going <laughs> to That was me spitting my water out. What? Uh, yeah, I changed my name too, man. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's James and James. Yep, Junior. Call me Mr. Kennison. So you're going to be a kids pastor, huh? I'm going to be a kids pastor, and I have no idea. I mean, it's been. 12 years since I've been a full-time professional Christian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> professional <laughs> Christian, whatever. Uh, well, let me just tell you, you're going to want to start with some new kids because I hate to tell you this, but in 12 years, most of the kids that you would have dealt with are now having kids. So, Oh, man. Yeah, so start with some new ones. Okay. And, I can do that. And you are a children's pastor, so I want to let you know that farts are still extremely funny. Yes. So you're yes. okay, man. It's going to be all right. I can't believe it. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to work out great. But um, if the parents of your children hear this, they're going to tell their kids. Hey, I don't want you calling those guys. So just <laughs> let me know. <laughs> But you're going to have service. Hopefully it won't be in a... (laughs) Hopefully you'll have your own service place. I'm excited for you, man. This is awesome. See, because this... You you and I, we need to like totally get together twice a week or twice... Or at least once a month on Help I'm a Children's Pastor because here's here's the seasoned, um, uh, some would say a fermented children's pastor, me. um, And then there's this total... 
noob children's pastor. And those two perspectives together, one learning, one teaching and mentoring and, 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 and just being a total butthole um, to yeah. the other, that is what people want. That's what people want. And that would even That's attract exactly. people outside of the ministry world because they're like, dude, that guy's a jerk to that, that new guy. So, <laughs> yes. And they would love it. Yeah, I like that idea. And you know, it works for movies too, like Training Day. Mm-hmm. You could turn out to be like a bad a, children's pastor, like an evil children's pastor. Yes. Yeah, I'm skimming. I'll go ahead and admit it. I skim off the offering every week, man. I do. <laughs> really? Yeah. I take I take ten percent right that. off the top of those two dollars, dude. Um <laughs> two bucks a week, man. That's good money. No, actually I joke about that. I'm like, if I'm gonna go to hell, it's not for this. It's not gonna be <laughs> yeah. for a buck fifty a week. I I'm I'm going to steal properly, uh one you know, if I'm going to decide to go that way. So uh, well I'm excited. That's awesome. It's um it's not necessarily comedy. Until your first service. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> well, the chat room's getting some comedy out of it. Good. Good deal. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited, man. I, first I, service. That's great. So are you gonna wear suits or are you you gonna do the jeans and hip shirt thing? What do you what do you oh. got what do you got it what's your what's your plan? What's your angle? I don't I don't even know. I'm 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 thinking I'm definitely gonna be clothed. Well, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> when you come with, yeah, when it, the children's ministry, yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty important. In fact, I probably shouldn't even joke about that. That's but. what I was going to say. There's a, there are some jokes that aren't good to tell anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm thinking a clown costume because I've had success in those before. So, <laughs> yeah, just, just bust in on day one. <laughs> Hello, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that, that'd be one way to get them to call on the Lord. That's for dang sure. A farting clown, man. That's all you need to, to get you into the pearly gates these days. Like, heck yeah. Repent or else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's scary. That is scary. The imagery that I'm having right now. All right, my turn. Um, I quit my job. No. No. <laughs> That would suck so bad. (laughs) I need your help. (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't know why, but the other day I was outside and um, I had pom-poms. I I just had two pom-poms in my hand. They must have been my daughter's because I don't own a pair of pom-poms. I I don't really, really. I don't. But I was in the, I was in the, in the road. I was feeling pretty frisky, pretty weird, pretty silly. So I decided to go all out and started, you know, trying to pom pom. And my goal was to embarrass my daughter because she's getting seven upwards, uh, upwards to eight. She's beginning Mm -hmm. to realize that her dad is not funny. He's actually horrifyingly embarrassing. And, uh, but (laughs) instead of being embarrassed, she actually made me proud and, and tried to um, embarrass me at some same time. She screams out literally, everyone in the hood, my dad has pom-poms. <laughs> <laughs> everyone in the hood. In the hood. Everyone in the hood. <laughs> so I dropped him, man, right away. She, she went up to me. Because <laughs> you were afraid someone was going to Yeah, you. I was afraid Birdman across the street would see. Mm, he's got pom-poms. I've told you about Birdman, haven't I? I hope. I, no, okay. I don't remember. Oh, I don't want to talk I about him. A guy across the street that had an awesome Halloween exhibit. But. No, there's a guy across the street from me that feeds birds every day. 
and he has like birds all over his house. It's like it's like the Hogwarts post office dude over there with all the <laughs> no with way. all the owls and stuff except replace owls with pigeons, squirrels and and these <laughs> cranes. Cr- freaking cranes and stuff. I'm not talking about cranes? the construction kind. I'm talking about the kind with an S-shaped neck that look at yeah. you. They stare at us from across the street and they judge us and, and they sit up on the peak of his house and my kids call it the king bird. They don't even know they're cranes. They just said, Hey dad, there's a king bird. Cause the bird sits up there like it owns everybody. And I'm like, <laughs> and, the, and then I go me. to the zoo in other parts of the country and they have these birds behind glass and behind stuff, you know? And I'm thinking, why do we let them walk around here in Florida just randomly and sit on our houses? But I, I don't want to talk about him. Because my car is parked in such a way that he could see the nobody's listening podcast sticker on my car. <laughs> and on in our luck, and it'll actually be it, our luck, he will listen to the show. And keeping with our luck, it will be this episode that he will start. Because Ooh. remember what happened when you broke up? You told us the breakup story, right? Yes. And the very next week, the girl you broke up with contacts the dang show. Yeah. Yeah. And that then, freaked me out. And then I told stories about my real dad or something like that. And the lady that stole my dad away from my mom contacted me. I don't even think I've even told that. But <gasps> yeah. The lady I don't think you have. that stole my dad <laughs> contacted me and was like, Hey, I'm nine hundred years old now and you know, hi. I'm just like, wow. You're kinda cute. No, she she even f- tried to friend my mom on Facebook. How out of out of touch are you? You stole my dad, ruined my life, and tried to friend my mom. I can't believe your mom is on Facebook. Uh, How come I'm not friends with her? First, you friend my dad, wink, wink, and then you try to. Oh, friend anyway, oh dude, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, okay. it, uh, all right. So while we were <laughs> while we were gone, um, let's see. <sighs> There's there's several songs have come out that have been, you know, absolutely huge and one of them is this one. Let me uh let's see if I can get any of it. Oh yes. All right, so kind of like that one. All right, so you guys know about I just met you and this is crazy. It's been all over the place to the point that by now it's like old, you know. Yeah. Um, it is. <laughs> it was new a few it, months ago. It was like three weeks ago. It was crazy. Um, I actually like the uh, Cookie Monster version personally a lot more, but I still like that song. And my kids sing it. And the cutest part is when my son JB. Uh, actually, we've changed his name like four times too. You guys <laughs> knew him as Dunder. Now? His name is now J Dot. We call him J. But around the house, I call him JB because he's the baby of the family. And his name is Jay, so it turned into JB one night when he was whining, and now he loves it. And he's like, "I'm JB," uh, but JB starts singing this song, and um, and and I, I was like, "What? What are you saying?" He's like, "All the Octoboys are trying to, and so are trying to chase me or whatever he's singing." But <laughs> we're like, "What are you saying?" And his lyrics, his changed lyrics were actually the Octoboys, and so now I want to start a band. Um, where all yeah. of us have uh, eight legs, you know, eight, eight <laughs> and we could be the Octoboys. So whenever you sing that song, people, I just met you, and this is crazy. Um, you can be like all the Octoboys trying to f- chase me. 
here's my number. But then he'll mix it up and he'll do the, you got cookie. And, and if you've never heard a four-year-old <laughs> say, you got cookie, it's very cute. It's very cute. You got cookie. So share it, maybe. And if you haven't seen the Cookie Monster version, it's awesome. Because at the end, he eats all the cookies. And then he has one and he goes, and he just points it at the screen like he's sharing it. And that's huge. Share one, mate. That is huge. That is he huge. never shares his cookies. Never. Shares his vegetables, though. Yes, he will. Oh, jerk. So, yeah. all right, your turn. I did two, so you at least get oh. one. Well, one one okay. for my two. Here's another one that happened today. Okay. And and this is <laughs> this is kind of funny too. Okay. I just love but, that they're all today. Go ahead. It's awesome. Well, I, I figure we're going to be doing this for a while. Yeah, so. it's going to take a while. It's all I've got okay. planned. So Good, good, good. Okay, so in my, well, now recent position, I do have two weeks left in it uh, in, in facility management. Yeah. Um, I oversee different things, you know. Vending machines is one of them. I don't stock them or anything like that, but I make sure that they're at your old job working. Yeah, at my old okay. job. Okay. I'll probably be doing it at my new job too. I was about to say because I have two that I I am over in my job, so it's interesting. Oh. Yeah, I have a Coke machine and a and a vending machine. It's a love hate relationship. So go ahead. Love, I'm sorry, I didn't love. mean to interrupt you. No, no. Hey, that's okay. Well, then you can but, relate with this. Yeah. Because this Because the potato chips are – sometimes they – and I'm sorry. You go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just okay. was going to say this one thing, but I don't want to interrupt you or anything. So go ahead. kind of interested in yours. What happens with the chips? Well, they get stuck a lot. Oh. It's not a big deal. Go ahead, man. Sorry. They do get stuck. Well, yeah. this 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 didn't happen. Actually, what was happening? Well, the thing is, is they do they dimes. they what happens is the screw thing just I mean, it's not a big deal. It'll take a second. Uh okay. it it turns <laughs> <laughs> it turns counterclockwise or clockwise. I don't know. But the new ones have two screws. Have you seen them? I hate those. Yeah. They have they two, the double screws, and those push both corners of the chips out, but the single well, screw only pushes out one side of the corner, and so the bag hangs. And if you want to see, I don't know what they say. What they say at uh, some movie I saw, where they said if you want to see how somebody is, you know, torture them for forty years or something like that, and then let them go or whatever. But this one, if you want to see the measure of a man, let his chips get caught in a vending machine. I don't I care wonder. who they are. They most of the time, um, they're going to go absolutely ape crap and and start <laughs> freaking out. Well, you know, sixty year old woman shaking this stinking machine trying to get her <laughs> chips out. And integrity is how you behave when your chips are stuck in the machine and nobody's around. It's the GOK yeah. right there. <laughs> Write it down. Well, people. this this story will bring a smile to your face. Good then. Well, as a consumer, at least, this machine at work was spitting well, there, out dimes there, there, like a slot machine. There was this one I, time. Uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> couldn't resist. Serious? Sitting out, no, spitting out. Not the whole time, actually. <laughs> I've just been messing <laughs> with you. Um, so it's spitting out dimes. That's amazing. And somebody yeah, actually yeah. reported this. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's the funny part. <laughs> 
I was like, I had to check it out and see how bad it was. Oh my it's gosh. Like, I, I did after I got my free Twix, but <laughs> it's just for testing purposes. I I'll just, give it back. I just have to see. <laughs> but yeah, it was awesome, dude. I just pushed the button and a dime would come out. And so I put the dime back in and it registers it. It got 10 cents, but it spits the dime back out. So I could like rack up a whole $2. See, that was God testing you to see oh. if you were ready for the ministry oh. with all those dimes symbolizing the, the gifts and, 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 and the offerings of the kindergarten through third grade bunch. And you failed. You failed miserably, John. Oh, man. You are unworthy. Not, I, I haven't started my job yet. So. <laughs> You've got time. You've got, You've got time, time to, repay. to repay that 65 cents there. 85. Hey, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it back, I promise. At least you're being honest about it now. That's the important thing. I add I, on a clown costume. It yeah, you can do anything you want. I, I, I said no offense. That's what... Uh, <laughs> I said no offense. Talladega Nights, yeah. I said don't, no, nothing personal. I said no offense. Whatever he says, funny stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so me and my son, we do prayers every night. And it's different than when Jenna, Jenna when she was little... She would, um, she would just pray, you know, and she's just like that. But he is still like, I have to, I have to say it, and he'll repeat it, you know. And and so to make it more his prayer, I've at least started with this, um, you know, what do you want to pray for thing. And so he'll mention stuff, and like tonight was really cute. He says, I want to pray for the moon. What? Yeah, and and that's what I do. I always take them very seriously. I'm like, well, what do you want to pray for the moon for? Because I didn't know if we were thanking God for the moon. Or were, was there a moon issue that I wasn't aware of that the the preschool set, you know, the circuit, you know, the gossip uh, mix there was was aware of? And so I said, what do we want to pray for the moon for? And he says, well, I want it to be full. <laughs> and um, he's still at the age, I realize, where you're convinced that the moon is chopped in half, you know, that yes. you, this concept that it's still there just doesn't exist. So um, you guys, if you're listening to this, even if you're an atheist, I hope you will join with me in prayer that the moon, I mean, if there's ever a chance for a prayer to come true, it's this one. Let's let's join together and get our faith together and pray that the moon will become full again. Full. All right. So um, that was one of his prayers. So example. So the other night he he, he wanted to pray for his teacher. And, and, and the reason why, and it's a horrible thing, is his teacher... Um, his brand new teacher, he loves her to death, you know, him and 18 kids in his classroom. And she tripped over the treasure box and, and like opened up her leg and fell down right in front of all of them. And she was trying, you know, there was tears and, and, and why, you know, not whining, but there was moaning and, and, you know, it, it really upset the kids. And this was like two weeks ago now. And she's finally back, you know, as of today. So it's been a big deal. So, you know, two weeks. yeah, it was huge. It was a big thing. She like really hurt herself. So Jay wanted to pray for her. I want to pray for my teacher's leg. Cause it's green. I mean, red. He says, <laughs> and in that moment, so many thoughts went through my head because I'm like, well, what is it? Is it green or is it red? Because if it's green, I'm going to pray a heck of a lot harder than if it's red. <laughs> Those are two different things there. If it's red, it's normal. If it's green, she's probably going to lose the leg. And we need to prepare JB for a, for a peg leg teacher, peg leg preschool <laughs> teacher. Yeah. So 
apparently it was red. He just got his colors confused. But that's a dangerous thing when you're praying for people. Um, you better get the colors right because, I mean, just saying green and, and red, you know, if somebody's blue, you know, versus they are red, red means you're just hot, you know, that's okay. But if you're blue, you're probably dead. So big difference in colors there, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he made my eyes get big when he said that because I, I was, you know me, I'm really easily grossed out. And so that millisecond where he paused between green and red, I just imagined this big gaping wound that was oozing green stuff because maybe she had tripped over the, the this treasure chest and some nasty old beanie baby from some forgotten Happy Meal had embedded its gush inside of her. And now it was leaking green stuff in front of all my kids. And what do you do? then he said red and everything got better. So. I'm sorry, but when you're telling that story, all I could think about was the search for the Holy Grail. When they asked the guy about the river, oh. what's your favorite color? Blue. No, I mean red. Yellow. <laughs> what is your name? What is your quest? I had just bought that on Blu-ray, actually, because my, no my DVD version had been misplaced for years. And I'm like, I'm getting that stuff on Blu-ray. So I've got uh, the Avengers, or Anvengers, as it's called in my house by my son, Anvengers. <gasps> I have the Avengers and uh, Monty Python coming on Blu-ray tomorrow, you I think. Watch, okay, so I know the Avengers came out just today. Yeah, yeah, it's coming That's on Blu-ray. I, I didn't want to stand in line. I wasn't going to be there, and I got it for nineteen ninety-five or something. So doing, what? Doing pretty good. Man. Well done. Avengers, man. Avengers. That's right. It's it's like a an advice columnist. Dear Avengers. Dear Avengers, I have these aliens that keep attacking my city. Not quite sure what to do. Well, it sounds like you have a Loki problem there, buddy. You need to collect all your friends <laughs> and problem. control your anger and uh, call down some thunder on those fools and and maybe even shoot some people without even any superpowers. It'll be it'll be great. And um, I got to see that. What's that? on opening night? What Avengers? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did too. Night. Um, I went with Dr. Quest and Norwegian Girl. Oh, well, see, I did the whole eight-hour pre-show thing. That's right. Remember that we, was on our last episode yeah. three months ago. Wow, it? that was a long time ago. <laughs> it was May 5th. Freaking crazy. All right. Well, that wasn't our last episode, but. What's your next update? Um, I saw you writing gonna, some new ones I'll, in. That's cheating. Okay, okay, we'll go. I'll go way no, back. No, just do um, it. I love it. I think it's awesome. Go for it. Well, here's one about my kid, uh, because you shared about your kid. Yeah. I, I feel like it opens the door for me to share, too. So, Johnny, my seven-year-old, going on 20. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He's, yeah, you know how it is. You know how it is. Um, we, uh, <laughs> we, what? Sorry, just remind me about our, <laughs> his and I's conversation one? the other day, okay? Remember? Okay. Just remind me of that, and I'll... Go ahead. I don't think I'll be able to remind you of that. Okay, I'll try. I'm going to look it up on my phone and read it, so go ahead. Okay. Okay, so um, so he he wants to know what, what you know, to be when he grows up. So we're asking him, you know, some, kind of getting us ideas from him just to kind of know how we can train him up to be what he needs to be. Mm-hmm. So he said, Johnny, what do you want to be? He says – um, I think I want to be a taste tester. <laughs> I want to taste test stuff. And I was like, awesome. really? He says, no, no. Actually, Amy was having this conversation with him. She kind of related back. And he says, I either want to be a taste tester or a mime. <laughs> oh, 
Wow. It's <laughs> like, what? Really? At the same time? He says, no, but when I really grow up, I want to be on The Biggest Loser. <laughs> I'm like, you, why do you want to do that? I said, do you want to be a, one of the contestants or one of the, the people that trains people to lose the weight? And he said, I think both. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a brand new uh, angle. There. Let's do the biggest news, biggest loser taste tester mime. I guess he's going to get big being a taste tester. Yeah. And then he's going to go on the biggest loser and, and won't be able to talk about it. Just, yeah. That's weird. How can you be a taste tester and not be like, hmm? That'd be all you'd mm-hmm. be able to say. <laughs> you could mime it somehow, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's right. They can't say anything. Dang, come. I was at least giving them some emotions there. But, uh,. Mm. <sighs> yeah, taste tester mime on the biggest loser. That sounds like a rapper. I'm taste test the mime, yo. Anyway. You. Hey John, I, this is out of the ordinary, but I want to play you a voicemail that was just for you. Hey. Hey um hey John. Yeah. I, I farted. I love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. That's just it's for awesome. you. That's just for you. All right, so your <laughs> son, I wanted to tell you about your son. The other day I, I get a text. We, you and I, you know, we we we've talked a few times here and there through through different various medias. But one morning you were especially chatty, and you're just like talking to me and like, yeah, man, I'm really tired. How are you? And I'm like, I'm 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 actually really sleepy too. And you're like, oh, well, I got to go. Bye. And I'm like, well, that that's weird. You know, it's just like you're on a cell phone. You could go and still talk. You know, it's texting. You know. And then, um, then later I get a text from John and he's like, sorry, my son had my phone and I'd had this full on adult conversation, not, you know, content wise, but just, he can hold his own, bro. That's all I'm saying. I totally thought he was you. And until he said, I got to go by. And I figured that's about the time dad was coming down the stairs or mom was hollering to get on the bus or whatever. And, uh, it was just really funny because I can't trust you anymore, John, because I don't know when you're him. So you, you are you him right now, uh, Johnny? I remember what Johnny is that you? Yes. <gasps> I didn't know if you were you or your son right now, and you just said oh, you were me. Johnny. So, uh, well, sorry, my friends still call me Johnny. Some of them oh, do. Okay, sorry, I'm not your friend, and, so don't get confused about that. Oh, gotcha. All right, yeah, you, I, won't, you, I won't forget about that part. I'm gonna do another one real quick. Um, there, it's lizard season in Florida. It's a wonderful time of year where lizards of every style and variety start coming out of every stinking crevice in every part of the world. And um, yes, I've got that time. I actually had one that happened tonight, but I'll, I'll start with the first one. Um, I've had to capture several lizards, and there's something you must know about me is I am a, I'm a little girl when it comes to squirrely things. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. I have to man up. I have to do it, but I hate it. And this there was this lizard and I'm talking about a long lizard, people, not a little green, little cute lizard that goth kids play with, you know, and clip them to their ears and stuff like that. The alternative kids back <laughs> in the 90s. Kids. I'm talking about a baby alligator sized black, like big enough to where skin is sagging over its arms. OK, this was a lizard, like a Charizard lizard. And um, I called him old man lizard because he was wrinkly and stuff. And it's like, you're not supposed to be able to see a lizard big enough to have, you know, like, like cre- not crevices, but creases and stuff in its skin. And it was in our closet. It was in our in our um, towel closet. And I had to dig it out. I had to pull things out. 
and and suddenly, I mean, seriously, this thing was probably 12 inches long. I'm not even kidding. I was like, get a bigger cup. We're going to need a bigger cup. It was like that scene from Jaws. And so they went and got a big cup and I put it over it. And I didn't know what to do now because his tail was sticking out. His tail was sticking out. He wasn't big enough to go into the cup. And so I guess he turned around because the, the tail started coming, pulling in. And I just imagined him inside grabbing his own tail, just pull it in. Like, I'm going to kill you, sucker. I'm, you're dead. Mm. And so then I stuck a piece of paper underneath it and kind of wiggled it up underneath because I didn't want to chop his legs off or give him a paper cut. I just wanted him out of my house. And now I've got him. I've got a cup in one hand. I've got him a piece of paper against the other. And I feel him in there just just freaking out, you know, wiggling around. And it's the grossest feeling ever. And and I take him outside because I wanted to put him down the toilet, but the kids and mom and everybody are just like, he's an old man, you know. He's just a pride of his life. <laughs> you know? man. They only live for like two weeks. So let him live. So I, I realized I don't want to let it go because there's two options. He's going to stick in the cup or he's going to stick to that piece of paper and there's going to be a weird weight on it. And I'm going to drop it at my feet either way and the thing will crawl up my leg because that is my luck. That's what happens to me <laughs> so i took the whole thing and i threw it in the yard paper cup and everything so Peta just hate on me whatever um but then i realized i was too scared to go get the pieces but i did eventually <laughs> you littered and i did go get them pieces of of the cup and the and the and the paper and then my wife's mad because she's like how do you know you got him you have no proof you didn't look you didn't i'm like I, scientifically he was there he is no longer there i got him you know, because it was like a magic trick. I just stuck the paper underneath, picked him up, you know, it's like a chopping, you know, the, the lady in half, except imagine you took the lady, half of her, and threw her out in the yard, you know. Um, so anyway, that I told you to tell you what happened today because lizard country, lizard season is definitely still in. I'm, I'm laying there getting a little rest before the show, laying down, and mom mom comes back with the, with the kids, and I suddenly hear her scream, like 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 a rapist just jumped out from behind the couch dressed as a clown screaming I'm a children's <laughs> pastor I'm a children's pastor and um hey man that's weird <laughs> yeah so she she screamed like a man she was she wasn't like Ey! she was like <laughs> you know so it was something wrong cuz she usually screamed well it turns out a lizard she had felt something drop on her head when she opened the door and she was like, no, you know, surely nothing, you know, whatever, whatever. But then she looked around and the freaking lizard was on her and she oh, freaked out. And I can't say I wouldn't freak out either. So. Freak out. So, was yeah. it an old man lizard or one I, of his was, kids? I think it was one of his kids. Because, okay, one more. We were walking out of the out of the school, Jen's, Jenna's school. And I'm telling you, it was like a scene from Jurassic Park. Because this lizard, this big old lizard, his, his he's got this neck thing that he frills out, a big red thing. And my yeah. my daughter sees it, and she jumps backward and, and kind of did that man scream, too. And uh, it was like the stinking spitters from <laughs> from Jurassic Park. And I, realized, yeah. and I had to explain to her that was a male lizard, and he was hitting on you. He was trying to impress you <laughs> with his, <laughs> his red frilly thing. And she's like, what? And uh, she says it was really pretty. That was a pretty thing, even though it was scary. And so I had to explain to her how in the animal kingdom, most of the time, the males are the pretty ones. And then I had to show her videos of of birds doing dances in front of the girls. And it got really uncomfortable there um, eventually. But um, anyway, <laughs> lizards. I got an uncomfortable story for you. All right. I'm ready. 
Okay. Um, I, uh, this, this isn't not recent, but it, it, it was, anyways, got tickets to a baseball game. Okay. The Braves and the Phillies. Okay. So I live in Atlanta and, and I was going to watch the, the Braves play. I'm not a big sports fan guy. I, I like to go to the games to watch the people really. And it was firework night. So I thought, you know, Johnny's going to love it. They're going to shoot fireworks over the stadium, whether they win or lose, it's going to be great. So we go to the game. And we're taking it. And this is Johnny's first baseball game. And if you've never been to the the TED, the, um, the Atlanta Braves Stadium, it's huge. It's awesome. It's great. They got all sorts of cool things around. And he's just taking in everything, loving it. Well, we get to, you know, five or six innings. I don't know. And uh, we've had our popcorn. We've had the hot dogs. We've had the overpriced everything soda that you can get. I think I even got them some of those stupid dipping dots, you know. That <laughs> you know, they that's... just went out of business. They just anyway, they did. Yes, I kid you oh. not. Dipping dots filed for bankruptcy. They stopped business. But go ahead. So oh, I'm sure I hope they'll you get a government handout. Anyways, <laughs> I did get them some. At least I, at least I contributed. Yeah. To them. It's the ice so cream it's of the future, but it didn't make it to the future. But go ahead. So didn't we'll make it. It Mm-mm. died in the past. Okay, so we're we're there, and he says, "Dad, I gotta go to the bathroom." I'm like, "Okay, well, that's no big deal." He says, "No, Dad, I gotta go. I gotta go poo." That's what he says. I'm like, "Oh no!" Because if you've been to any baseball stadium, we weren't in the good section. Okay, we yeah. were in the cheap seats, and the bathrooms are nasty. And so he said, "Dad, I gotta go poo bad." And I'm like, "Oh, please, please don't be." Yeah. So. I said, all right, all right, okay. I'll go in there. I take them into the bathroom, you know, and there's people coming in and out the whole time. And I didn't want to, like, be in the stall with them because I, it, I don't know. Yeah. It kind of creeped me out, and I don't want people to think, oh, that guy's whatever. So I clean the seat, you know, get it all nice and ready for him. And my my son's kind of unique when he goes poo. He he has to kind of undress most of the way. <laughs> so he – and I'm outside the stall, and I can see he's – Taking off his pants. Oh my god! He's taking off his shoes oh. in the nasty bathroom. He takes off his underwear and he's he doesn't really sit on the seat. He kind of stands on it. He he kind of is a little <laughs> bit Asian when he you know because out on the, they they squat. They stand on the seat and squat. Yeah. So he's doing that. And I'm thinking, oh, Lord, please. Oh, my God. This is the worst thing I've ever heard on my show. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know why he does it like that. He just, he kind of hovers like. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't miss. He gets it in there. No. <laughs> he freaking turns into Gollum before he can take a poop, man. That's amazing. <laughs> He's gonna get butt naked. <laughs> I just, I just see him toiling his hands with a little strip of toilet paper. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. My chest hurts. No, no. I'm glad that it brought you some. That's not where. That's not the end of it, though. So, he's the the stall is kind of right in front of where you walk in to the restroom. Okay, and so everybody that walks in sees like clothes on the floor <laughs> and you can kind of make out a little kid's feet on the toilet somehow because there's like a crack in the door I'm like so I'm standing there I'm trying to like I'm like surfing my phone I'm trying to pretend like I'm not there but then I'm starting to think 
these dudes that are all walking in probably think I'm watching them go to the bathroom or something. Oh. So I, I'm pacing in and out of the bathroom. And every time I look in the door, there's the kid's clothes on the floor and he's in there just, you know, <laughs> making all the noise that he does when he goes poo. And it was, uh, it was the worst, most awkward thing. I'm like, all right, are you done in there, buddy? Uh, Come on. This game is still going on. Like I'm really anxious to get back to the game at this point. Come on. The Phillies are losing. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, Dad, I still got to go poo. I'm still pooping. Oh, man. I call him. Dude, and it and I don't know how your kid is, but my <laughs> kids, both of them, it is a full-on ordeal. It, it, it takes 35, 40 minutes for them to get it done. Feels like it anyway. Because Jay won't tell me. He just says, I got to go to the bathroom. And, and, and he'll bust out a, a poop randomly. <laughs> like the other day, Jenna's got... You know, gymnastics at 4.45, and we get, you know, we get out of the house. Sometimes I forget, and I'm late, you know, and I'm rushing. And so I told him, this was one of those days, and I'm like, Jenna, guys, we got to get in. We're going to, Jenna's going to change clothes. We're going to run right back out, okay? This is it. And I, I must have repeated it, you know, like you do, four or five times. Okay, we're going to go in. No messing around, no playing, no games, no books, no TV, no nothing. And Jay's like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, go. He, he pops a squat and poop. He starts pooping. <laughs> I'm like, what did I just tell you? We gotta hurry. You can't. Can't you hold oh, it? Oh, I was never so tempted. I was like, pinch it off. Let's go. Wipe it until it's clean and let's go. And he, and he, he just looked like I'd kill his puppy. Like, how how can you tell me to stop? And and I realized that is ridiculous. Tell somebody to stop mid-poop is like the, the most unnatural thing ever. And we've all experienced this as adults. You know, somebody knocks on the door, the phone rings, whatever, whatever. And your kids are screaming and you have to get up in, in emergency style and just go. Um, it is it is unnatural. But uh, but I did uh, have him finish it off. So, <laughs> Okay. So, um, small one. Jay, we're, we're going on this trip. Uh, we went to Missouri this past weekend. It was awesome. It's good to see everybody. I've been... I've been twice to Missouri, actually, because you guys know I did kids camp, yeah. uh, and that went really, really well. I'll talk about that in a second, but we got to go back for like a follow-up uh, conference thing, just a one-night deal with about 200 kids and six churches. It was pretty cool, uh, but Jay's packing, and he's and he's talking to my wife, and he's like, what do I need? Because we let them bring their own little carry-on you know, with some of their stuff, and they could pack whatever they yeah. want, you know, as long as it's not liquid or sharp, and, uh, yeah. and he's like... Um, Je- uh, mommy, what do I need to take out of here so I can take my bike? Okay. And so she, <laughs> Jen's like, oh, my little idiot son, you know, oh, it's so cute. He's such a moron, you know, that, that kind of thought that you have. Um, the cute version of that, not the dad version. And uh, she's like, well, she goes through this whole thing. So, you know, we, if it, we can't bring your bike, it's not airplanes and, and flying and, and seat compartments and, and locking and sh- items may have shifted, you know, and all that stuff. She goes through it all and he looks at her like she's stupid and he says, no, this. And he holds up a little motorbike thing toy that he's got. <laughs> and now it's his turn to flip the script and look at her like she's an idiot. I love it. I love it. <laughs> What do I need to take out for this, Mom? Oh, I'm smarter than you think. So. Silly mommy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jenna. What? Oh, go go ahead. I was I I was pausing, and then I was thinking he's gonna bite. I well I I I too traveled a little bit. Actually, I just got back from Wyoming. Okay. Yesterday. 
Cool. And you know, I hate airplanes. I hate. I, I love to fly. It's there's nothing wrong. I have no problem with the flying and the turbulence and the landing taking off and all that stuff. But airplanes are the worst because you stuff a bunch of people in a little tube. Mm, half of them maybe want to be there. The other half are uncomfortable. And I got stuck next to near somebody. It's it's bad enough, you know. You got kids, and they're going to be crazy and kicking the seats and all that stuff. And, right, right. And people who don't have kids and stuff. Yes, we know our kids are being wild when they're on their airplane. You just have to forgive us. Mm-hmm. We don't intend for them to be crazy. Right. But somebody was letting the bombies off while we were on the plane, and I think it was one of my boys. Uh. They were. They were letting the toots, you know, because when you're stuck on a plane, you're getting all that recirculated air, and you're like, oh, come on, who keeps breaking the wind? Well, and stewardesses will tell you that there's a scientific reason for air gas while you're – because you're in a pressurized tube, and it literally does force any airs out out of you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That should actually get you pretty happy because you'll be, like, anticipating it from now on. But, yeah, there's a reason. Fly often, fly the friendly skies. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, that's my little travel story, at least for that airplane. Mm-hmm. I, and I apologize to everybody who may have been on the plane with me. Um, it wasn't me, you know, but you don't know who it is. It could have been the kid next to me, or somebody in front of me, or behind me. Well, I took <laughs> I took my family with me this time, and so you know, the planes had two seats on one side and three on the other. And uh, there was four of us, so Jen decided to go ahead and put two and two, two in front, two in the back, and then one extra, you know, next to each one of us. So Jen had a young lady sit next to her, and then my kids were right in front of us, and they had an Asian dude, you know, a very, very well-to-do looking, nice young man, uh, probably in his mid-30s, and um, and, and I thought it was quite hilarious um, given the the... You know, just looking at him, looking at my kids, there was obviously no relation between them. But the stewardess (laughs) kept asking him to tell my kids to put stuff underneath their seats and then ask them, ask (laughs) him if it was okay. Because my my daughter had asked us, what can we drink? And we said, well, you can have Diet Sprite. And so she ordered it, you know, like a little grown up. And then they asked him if that was okay and... (laughs) And all this stuff, and <laughs> Jen and like, I don't know. Yeah, Jen and I just felt terrible because it's like we, we, you know, we feel like we just shirked off our parental responsibilities on this random guy, <laughs> and uh, and, and it, it just seemed so so kind and so you know uh, okay with it. But then at the very end, you know, after the he he looks up at me and he says, "Your kids uh, were really good." He says, uh, "She really takes care." Of her brother, doesn't she? And I'm just like, oh, oh, thank you so much. Because, man, yes. <laughs> I was really stressed, and, you know, that you're going to be really mad. But he wasn't. He wasn't mad. He was actually well, very nice. And um, then he gave me a fortune cookie. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. That was for all the white people that get easily offended. And for all my Asian <laughs> bros out there who love Nobody's Listening. So... Love them too. Um, one more, uh, my daughter, um, uh, kindergarten. She's in second grade now, but in kindergarten, they they at her school they took pictures of all the kids and they mushed them into a mosaic, a photo mosaic. You've seen these things; they're yes. old news now. And it's a picture of the front of the school, and it's hanging there. And it's been hanging there since she was in kindergarten, about mid year kindergarten, so two and a half seasons of school, and every. <laughs> Single day that I pick that girl up, she's looking for her face in this photo mosaic. Okay, 
Because she hasn't found it yet she, for two and a half she years? She hasn't found it. She's not. And every day, I'm not kidding you, every day I have to pull her away from it. And I've even, we've gone through the phases where it was okay to do it. And then I'm irritated. Come on, Jenna. And then I started joking about it. I'm like, oh, I think I see your face. Oh, it's a piece of poop <laughs> on the sidewalk. Ha, ha, ha. That's what your <laughs> face was, you know. And dad. And, and then it went back to, okay, Jenna, <laughs> come on. You're never, this was the other day. You're never going to find it, Jenna. You need to stop. It's not going to be possible. The chances of it even being where you could see it because she's short and it's it's up you know where grownups can see it. What are the chances yeah. of you even being it? You're never going to see yourself ever. Next day, there I am, Dad. She finds her stupid self right there <laughs> in the third row, third photo over. She must have been systematically looking at every single square over the last two and a half years. <laughs> and the day, the bottom, the day that I say. You'll never find yourself. She finds herself. So who's an idiot? Dad is. So. You should have told her that two and a half years ago. She would have been stopped searching. I know it. I know it now. Where were you? <laughs> Sorry. So I were not better. That's why we're not better friends right there. Because you keep this information from me. Dang. So It's not my fault. It's okay. What do you have? Beat that, <clears throat> fool. Okay. Um. Um. Uh, after I landed in Wyoming, we mm-hmm. decided to go eat, okay, which is what you do because it was like we had to wake up at oh. the crack of dawn oh. to leave Atlanta. It was terrible. We had to wake up at like 4.30. It stunk in the morning, not the afternoon because that would be okay. We had a four-hour layover in Atlanta. wish I would thought of you. Dude, yeah. you totally should have. I could have taken you to – well, I couldn't have got to the gate, but I would have thought about you too. That nasty Atlanta airport. Anyways, mm-hmm. so I'm in I'm in Wyoming, and we decided to stop at a Cracker Barrel. My mom says, I'm going to buy you all breakfast since you haven't had breakfast yet. And so we Aww. go to Cracker Barrel, and I'm, like, short on sleep. I said, get me the biggest coffee you can because I need it. And I had to take one of the boys to the bathroom. Probably he had to poo. I don't remember. <laughs> but um, so I walk, and, I, and you know how Cracker Barrels are. It's like everything's always in the same place. Yeah. You know, the bathrooms are not the same, though. No. You know, sometimes there's one bathroom on one side. They switch them. They do yeah, it just do. to keep us sharp. So I look over and I see, oh, it says men. So I walk over to it. I open the door and I'm ushering my child in there. He goes in there. And then I look in there and there's like women all standing around in there. I'm like, oh. what are these women doing in the men's room? Holy and man. as I'm about to say something, one of the ladies says, well, hello. I, I look, fortunately, you know, this is Wyoming and, and, and I, there's nobody on the cans that I could tell. But I look out the corner of my eye and it says, whoa, men. Oh, that, that's say, what it means. Oh. It means, whoa, men, don't come in here. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm trying to get my son to come in because the youngest one, he's just running around. Yeah, he don't care. Yeah, that, he, that's... That, he starts to try and wash his hands. I'm like, come back. I'm not going in there after you. Uh, yeah, that's the first time in a while that I had walked into the wrong bathroom. Oh, but you had reasons, you know, beyond the regular uh, yeah. pervert reasons, you know. <laughs> no. <sighs> I just thank God that the little kid was with me. I could have pretended like he, I was following yeah, him. Yeah, because you're the guy that worries about people thinking you're a sexual deviant in the men's room. So multiply that. 
<laughs> times a billion. I mean, you belong in the men's room and you're worried. So yeah, you in the ladies room, you, you'd just be suicidal. So I'm glad. <laughs> Worst thing was I was starting to judge them because they were in the wrong bathroom. <laughs> it's like these silly women are in the men's room. All 30 of you leave. I am man. I am correct. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> and I didn't see the special uh, toilets that we have in the men's room and yeah. got scared. Uh, uh. Uh, speaking of toilets, um, I got a new phone number finally. I, I, I've had the same phone number for 10 years, and I don't know what, why I did, but I decided I need to get a Florida phone number. So I got on Sprint, switched out my mobile number, and I have a new phone number. So I'm going to read it out right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I shouldn't have because I've had that number for 10 years, and and you know dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of people – that I've connected with over the years had that number and now they don't. So I, I don't know what I was thinking, but now I've got a new guy's number and, and he apparently was a Hispanic gentleman, Spanish speaking gentleman. Cause now I'm getting, I've got new friends that are calling me and, and texting <laughs> me. And the problem is they're Spanish texts and I, I don't know Spanish. And so I'm going to Google translate quite a few times to get a feel <laughs> for what, I am, uh, what I'm being texted. And, and the problem is I think it's, there's a, probably a lot of slang being used and text language, even in the Spanish <laughs> culture, you know, the Hispanic culture. And so a lot of it doesn't make sense. And I think there's short words, you know, like LOL and whatever their version of that is and, and all that. And, but I typed it in and, and this one particularly one that got sent twice, like the same thing, two different times. So I figured whoever this sent this really wants me to know or the person to know what it was. I type it in and the closest thing I could make it make sense was somebody was wanting my recipe for a lemon pie that tasted like mud. (laughs) It's like, you really have a lemon pie. I want to make some mud or something like that. So I don't, I don't have a clue if, if anybody out there speaks fluent Spanish or, or, or could, I'm sorry, tra- translate, not interpret. I need translation. Um, let me know. And, um, and I will, I will send this text to you cause I really am dying to know what, what's up with, with mud and, and, and lemons, lemon pie. Siento, hombre. Yeah. So I don't know. I, 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 I kind of get the impression that really somebody was saying that, that, they probably both shared a pie at somebody's house and it tasted like total crap is what I'm kind of getting from this. Um, but I I don't (laughs) know. I don't know. Mud pie. Yes. Didn't that pie, didn't that lemon pie taste like dirt? You know, it's probably what it was, but I don't know. So. Spanish. (laughs) Lucky. So do you have anything or should I continue? Cause I've, I've got more. Well, I I kind of have one. It's a little bit old, but okay. It, so this this goes way, way back um, right. to when they when Obamacare passed or whatever the judge's ruling was on that. Yeah. So I, I was on Facebook, you know, the drama capital of the world. Oh yeah. And and so I I had a legitimate question. I was like, so this new healthcare law does this mean that? We're going to have to have health care or we're going to penalize. So I posted the question. Mm-hmm. And one of my liberal friends who uh, I don't know why she friended me or whatever, she gets all, you know, why are you blah, blah, blah? It's just 
thing to help people. It's this and that. It's not a tax. Blah, blah. I, I just really wanted to know. And then <laughs> some, some of the other question. guys. What? Anyway, the other guys on the conservative side of that are my friends are starting to, you know, it starts this war. And I'm like, oh, I just had a legitimate question. I want oh. an answer, not a fight. And so she says, oh, you, all you conservatives are all Dutch bags. <laughs> and so... The only thing I knew to say is, what's a Dutch bag? (laughs) (laughs) She typed it. I love it when people make mistakes when they type because I can do something with that. Dutch bags. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Chris Cowan, who's a friend, we we called each other Dutch bags. Yeah, don't be a Dutch bag, people. Don't be a Dutch bag. It's 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 the GOK, the second drop from GOK this week. That's right. Uh, Because I'm now James, too. Okay, so kids camp was fun. Two weeks. It was it was stressful. It was hard, and it's primarily the reason um, that we didn't do a show for two more months because I literally needed that time to recover. I I mean, we drove twenty four hours all the way out there, me and and some young adults and my daughter, and um and and drove all the way back after two weeks away from my family. And, uh, and, and, you know, ministering every night and being away from the home and blah, blah, blah. And a friend of mine's dad died tragically during the trip and, and, <gasps> and just all these kind of things just came, you know, it was just huge emotional toll. It was really good. You know, it was really, really good, but it was, it was hard. It was really hard. Yeah. And, um, but the best part was on the way there. Um, one of the young adults, uh, I say, you know, it's it's like a, she's 23, and she is a nurse. And you know nurses, man, especially when they're training, they just they don't sleep at regular times as the rest of the planet. And so she slept pretty much the entire trip, and all I saw were feet sticking up. You know, it was a minivan, and so her, you know, <laughs> poor poor self, you know, she had to, her just feet sticking up every single where. It was just really funny. That's all. And and um, it, it it was. It was kind of stinking about hour 19, you know, in there. Because yeah. we, you know, we'd just been through an entire day and a night. And you know it's where you're driving and it's dark. And then you're driving and it comes daytime again. And you just know you've been in the car. You know that, that you are you just need to keep your arms down, your legs together, and your mouth closed <laughs> until you can get somewhere to freshen up, you know. But all of a sudden, that sun coming up. And I have this condition where I sneeze in sunlight. And I did. I let out a huge achoo. And all I can say is suddenly the car smelled like butt and skunk all mixed together. And it was me. It was me. It was my my <laughs> breath <and> was so <laughs> bad. It smelled like everything bad about anybody's BO. And it was coming out of my mouth. And I was so embarrassed. And, and somebody in the back... Um, who, who is basically a girl version of you because she just, she's, she's pretty as all get out and then laughs about farts and poops. Like anybody you ever (laughs) saw It just totally messed up my whole idea about, uh, you know, attractive girls. Cause I'm like, they are, they are just as bad as us. But anyway, um, (laughs) she goes, what's that smell? And and I'm so ashamed. Usually I'd be like, it was me, (laughs) but because it's out of my mouth. Because of the badness, <laughs> it was so nasty. I was so praying that it wouldn't go back there, but the air conditioning just whipped it back there as fast as anything. I I <laughs> acted like a, a stinking elementary kid, and I'm like, what smell? What? I don't smell anything. And oh, I felt so dumb. I felt so dumb. So. <laughs> what smell? <sighs> I don't know. Jeez. I should have just played it off, but I, I didn't. It was so gross. 
And I, at the, is we, we were about 30 minutes, uh, later and we were at a, uh, we were at an all night Walmart and I was buying my daughter, bless her heart. She woke up and, and, and I'm trying to walk with her cause she's so tired. You know, it's like five in the morning or something. She's, you know, she, she had been sleeping and I'm like, man, I feel like, I feel like a zombie. I feel like, like I'm not even here cause my eyes were just so blurry. And she goes, I feel like I need to be on the floor. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she was so out of it. And then I bought my toothpaste, my mouthwash and my toothbrush. And I took care of that joker right there in the, in the parking lot. And I knew I looked like the meanest person in the world dragging this poor little white trash kid around Walmart. But, uh, still <laughs> did what I we needed to, to do. Floor. I feel like I need to be on the floor. Poor thing. I ruined her man for, for travel though, because you know, we just went this week and, Left on Thursday, and we let her pack her own bag. And we look in there, and she's got six books and fifteen DVDs and all this kind of stuff. We're like, baby, <laughs> we're we're flying. You know, it's it's a two hour flight. You don't need. She's like, oh, yeah, I thought it was like twenty four hours. <laughs> she, she, she was, was really, ready this time. She, she was gonna be ready, dude. <laughs> gotta love kids. I love it. I like. I love my kids. I don't really like anybody okay. else's. Which is a bad thing, you know. Because <laughs> you're a children's pastor. Yeah. I, I, I get to watch my 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 niece's children. I don't know what that makes me to them. A great uncle or something? I don't know. Yeah. I'm always a great uncle. But oh. um, we, she's six years old and she's like completely animated. Amazing little kid. Has all these great facial expressions and stories. I think, oh, this kid needs her own TV show. Put her with my son. They'll be unstoppable. But – um, she's like telling me this stuff and she's telling me about all these kids and stuff that she's with. And she says, lots of kids my age are six years old. And that was <laughs> the funniest thing. <laughs> I've been saying that for weeks. Lots of kids my age are six. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. I love Cute. It. Uh, that's like something I put on Facebook um, the other day. Uh, the, we took prayer requests from all the kids and the kids, you know, and I, I actually had them drop them into buckets based on their grade level. So I would, so I could see, you know, what does a kindergarten pray for? You know, what is their big request versus a third grader versus a fifth grader? So it, it was very interesting and very telling. And it was like an experiment as well as a legit, like I pray for the kids as needs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But one kid, I, I don't even remember what the word was, but they mushed together and they were spelling it very phonetically. And it took me a while. And I finally, I, <laughs> I felt like, um, who's the dude on, on, uh, uh, oh, uh, the, Jesus was married and had a kid that show, that movie, um, I don't Last even Temptation of Christ. No, uh, the the oh, the sorry. book. Come on, chat room, help me out. Uh, Angels and Demons guy, the guy that wrote the book before that. Oh, it's, Dan Brown. Yeah. Okay. Da Vinci Code. Thank you so much, Argagrag or whatever your name is. Um, da Vinci Code. Yeah. So I was like Da Vinci Code dude, where I was like drawing lines to separate the words and all this kind of stuff, and I figured it out, and it was it was spelled O B E I I M I M E. P-E-R-I-S. That was the big old word. And I kind of <laughs> drew some lines and I'm thinking and I'm I'm looking at it and I realized obey my parents was what this little kid was trying to write. That was his prayer <laughs> request. So anyway. <laughs> obey my parents. I think I need to mention the chat room people. Um it was on my list. Thank you so much. J man, but uh, we'll do it anyway. There are at least 16 folks here, which is awesome because we just announced that we were going to do the show. 
today. Captain Arthur's in there, Agagrag, somebody named Dr. Quest that I've never met, but Fluffy Rules, J-Man, Jalapeno Pants, uh, Norwegian Girl, uh, somebody named Pistol Pistol Petey, sorry. Pistolography is what I was going to call you. Pistolography. <laughs> Power Mom, Silly Moose. Hey, Lauren Max in there. Hey, holy crap is what I need to call her. And uh, Dad Side of Mars and a bunch of anonymous people. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, and being with us on and live. You can join us live every Monday from now on at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Our next job will be to do show 200. And uh, mm-hmm. I got word that possibly, maybe, hopefully – our good friend Ethan Nicole will will join us for episode two hundred. How awesome would I know. that be? I sent him an email said I miss him, and he said, "Cool," and then blew me off because he's famous now. No, he didn't do that. Yeah. It was awesome. He said, "I'd love to be on there to be an honor." So uh, yes, we have a couple he's more. A good guy like that. Yeah, he is. He's real. Um, I got a couple sponsors I need to mention. Um, ben writes, "Hey, I just sent ten bucks to you." And I hit send before I could uh, put in my URL and my message. At any rate, I'm the one who sent you a Philadelphia story the other day, and I was going to read it, but I think we're out of time, so we'll save it for next week. And my websites are dudworks.com and lowroadcomic.com. So that's dudworks.com and lowroadcomic.com. He says, I'm a cartoonist living in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and I'd love to get some freelance work from your listeners, getting a slice of that sweet, sweet draw-you-a-picture pie. (laughs) He says, finally, almost caught up on all the shows since discovering it back in 2011. He says, while going through the archives of Axe Cop, he said, I saw Ethan post something about coming on as a guest, and it's been a fun ride with plenty of ups and downs, but I think the Ethan episodes are your best. Uh, Thanks a ton for the laughs and in-jokes, Ben Dudden. So make sure you check out dudworks.com and Low Road Comic and uh, send him some artwork, because I'm not doing much drawing these days, so I'm just busy. Just busy. You smell pizza? <laughs> Dutch bag. I also want to mention uh, <laughs> Them That Live Below. It's a new novel of dark urban fantasy by R. Alan Jervis. It's available from Amazon, CreateSpace, and the Kindle. And on the Kindle app, you can find details at www.jrjervis. I'm sorry, vrjervis, V-E-R-J-E-R-V-I-S.com. So check out Them That Live Below, a dark novel. Dark. So, and you could sponsor a show, by the way, yourself. Please do, because it's how we keep the 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 wheels rolling, so to speak, and pay for our hosting and all that kind of stuff. You can sponsor a show at podcast.nlcast.com for only five bucks. I and I do I do while we're doing this, I'm going to be a sellout, and because um, I don't care, I'm, I lo- I appreciate Anna Silva, Tamara Selleck, Janus Three Specific, uh, Tammy Edwards. Um, you guys. Um, uh, especially the top three there, Anna, Tamara, and, and uh, Janusz. Janusz. Uh, they continue to support the show uh, on a on a weekly or monthly basis through the entire time, and I feel like I owe you guys more than just a shout-out. So I just want to say thank you so much. You are awesome, and I appreciate it. And every other listener owes you a debt of gratitude because you guys kept the show going when the show wouldn't otherwise uh, be making any money and and stuff like that. So, and eventually, you know, after three months, you got to start thinking about pulling the plug. So the entire archive, all the other NLCast shows are fed by the, you know, by the income that nobody's listening uh, provides because it's by far my most popular show. So uh, 
you know, there are literally thousands of people along with me that, that need to thank you guys for helping us out. If you'd like to join those, you know, again, podcast.nlcast.com and click sponsor a show and uh, you can sponsor a single show or you could do something, you know, semi-annually. It'd be awesome. Groovy. So uh, I got plenty of voicemails and emails that I'd love to read. I got them all set up, but I think uh, I think we are about done. All I've got to say is I was thinking about the uh, the seat in the in the in the airplanes. If you if you've seen these, they always say they have to say this in Florida. I think they say it everywhere. But when you fly yeah. anywhere from Florida, they really when they're doing the safety uh, spiel, they really focus on this part about your your seat cushion can be used as a flotation device. I think they say it when you fly from Missouri too, but it's kind of a tongue in cheek <laughs> thing because there's no yeah. water. But in Florida, in the unlikely. Yeah, it, there you go. They don't they don't say that part in Florida, and it's a little scary because it's like it's really an option. You're going to go down in the Gulf, possibly, <laughs> or maybe one of the many lakes or bodies of water that are around. And and as she was saying this, I look over at the seat next to me, and and it, it was empty, and it had things mushed down in it, and cracker crumbs mushed down in it, and black puddles. And like someone had peed in it and, 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 and people had rubbed. And I started thinking about all the behinds that had been in that seat and how (laughs) rarely that seat had been cleaned. And then I thought of the icon that they tell you because they tell you to take the seat and hug it, (laughs) hug it it, and put your arms through the straps on the bottom. And so your face. Is is face to butt with this freaking seat? <laughs> nasty We're all there. these butts, and I'm just going to tell you right now, God and everybody, if I go down in a water landing, I am going to be the first to drown because I'm not going to be able to do that. Your and people are going to say, "A life flotation device," because <laughs> you got to put your face right there in the, in where where the butt is, and and nobody's <laughs> ever thought of this. I will drown, people, and the news will say. Everyone survived except for one, Mr. James Kennison, and he died within the first three minutes. And it's un- it's not understandable because they it was only three feet of water. It won't matter. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. You to use the seat as a flotation device. I won't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I would rather die. I'm just telling you right now. It's gross. <laughs> I'm saying I will... I think I'm with you, man. I will go to the grave. All right. Well, guys, uh, stay tuned. Episode 200 is right around the corner. John, thank you so much for coming back. I didn't know if you would, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I was just like... Dude, I have nothing else going on. You're you're all I got. (laughs) I appreciate that. The website is podcast.nlcast.com. You can email us your thoughts, comments, especially for show 200 coming up. Your, uh, your, you know, your voice. Record something. Say congratulations. Send it to us, James at nlcast.com, or you can call the show two zero nine five nlcast. But they don't play very many voicemails anymore. But I'll, I'll consider it. How about that? Make it easy. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. The shorter your voicemail is, the l- more chance you have of having it played. And um, so there you go. Facebook and Twitter, both of those are at slash NLCast. Join us for a live show Tuesdays, 9.30, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. And uh, leave us an iTunes review. We love them, and you will bless us. Check out all of the NLCast podcast network shows 
um, in various phases of completion at NLCast.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Rob Gobers for our theme music, Spouses for Letting Us Record, our contributors, and everyone who still is subscribed after three months. We appreciate you. you. Thank you, chat room. And remember, when you tell a funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. Yeah. Because when you're not doing shows, nobody is listening. Might be somewhere. People are going to poop their pants tomorrow. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.